Good morning. When I read through Hebrews this year, I read simultaneously through the book of Leviticus. And you know, Leviticus is just, man, rule after rule after regulation after regulation from the Levitical law. And I've never seen Hebrews in this way before because it was such a relief reading through Hebrews um, and the comparison within Hebrews to the Levitical law. Um, There were 600 and some odd laws and some of them, uh, even at the very end of Leviticus, I was reading how to what you do with trying to designate an animal to the Lord and you can't designate the firstborn. And if it's an unclean animal, you can get 5% of it back. And I truly wasn't even really able to decipher the details of the laws that were given. And I thought, dang, (laughs) I would have missed every single one of these Thank you, Jesus, for um, coming and bringing a new covenant, a blood that speaks a better word. And, you know, um, I, I mean, I could go on and on about Leviticus and all the ways that I would have been like, even in Leviticus, it says, if you, if you screwed up, by and if you sin by screwing up one of these commands, you might not realize it right away. But when you do go and, and sacrifice, take your sacrifice, man, it brought Hebrews into so much more of a bright light for me of Jesus. <laughs> you brought a new covenant in your blood. You you saved me and also fulfilled the law. You know, the, the gospel is so simple. It's so simple. Jesus came. God chose to become a man and live like one of us, being tempted in every way yet without sin. You know, and then to, to suffer and to die taking the place of the old Levitical sacrifices. And then it starts to get super deep, but super simple. He died and shed his blood for me. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That if, that if I would believe in him, that I would not perish, but have eternal life. Super simple, yet so detailed. And, um, the power of Holy Spirit rose him up from death on the third day. What we celebrated yesterday, Easter, the miracle of Easter, the miracle of the resurrection. And, um, you know, Hebrews walks through the details of how um, Jesus fulfilled um all of the laws and I want to and he even mentions it in the gospels that he didn't come to you know to ditch it he came to fulfill it um 
which ditches it because it transitions us into uh, the new covenant in Christ. And I just want to read some highlights from Hebrews and say, if any of these catches your heart, if any of these catches your your spirit, go and read the verses and words around the verses and words that I'm reading to you. Um, so in Hebrews 1.3, the sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purifications for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. And then 2.18, because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. And 4.7b, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. And that goes with 12, 25 through 27. Let me just flip back there and then I'm going to flip back. Um, See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven. At that that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken. That is created things so that what cannot be shaken may remain. And chapter 4, 12, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And that's Hebrews 4, 15 and 16. Hebrews 6, 19, we have this hope as an anchor for our soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. And 7, 24 and 25, but because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. 8, 10 through 12. This is the covenant I will establish with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. And no longer Will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, know the Lord, because they will all know me 
from the least of them to the greatest, for I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sin no more. And that's from Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34, but it's rewritten here in Hebrews 8. Tons of scriptures rewritten in Hebrews. I can't wait for you to take a look at this book. Hebrews 10, 19. And let me just tell you, Hebrews 9, come on, Hebrews 9. This is such a comparison to the Levitical laws, how the blood of Christ took the place of the blood of goats and um, calves. And I'll just read verses 12 and through 14. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean sanctified them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. And in verse 22, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness for sins. Chapter 10, 19 through 25. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened up for us through the curtain that is his body. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. And verse 39 of that chapter, but we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. And of course, chapter 11, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And the whole chapter of, excuse me, men and women who by faith believed. There's a prostitute listed in there. There are people who you look back, Gideon, Barak, Samson, you look back and you're like, what? He had faith and belief? His name is written here. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. The joy set before him, that's you and me. Consider him who entered such opposite, who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. 
and um, Hebrews 12, 18. You have not come to a mountain that can be touched, that is burning with fire and darkness, storm and gloom. Verse 22, but you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirit of righteousness made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Oh, man. And then back to see to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. His voice shook the earth. Yeah, thank you. Wow. And then 13. He speaks this to me so often. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? And it's found in Deuteronomy 31, 6 and in um, Joshua 1, 5 and Psalm 118, 6 and 7. And then um, finally, the uh, benediction at the end of this amazing book of the Bible, Hebrews. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And of course, the final words of this book of scripture, Hebrews, grace be with you all. And I would just encourage you, grab your Bible, read the book of Hebrews. And if you want an additional, you know, punch in the nose, read the book of Hebrews while simultaneously reading the book of Leviticus and seeing the original Levitical laws that the book of Hebrews is referring back to. It's crazy. And if God, Father God, Holy Spirit, would you just fan the flames of everyone who hears your word that they would go and dig and chew and eat and chew again and digest and meditate on your word. Your word is truth. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. And and guys, would if any little thing that sparked in you, would you go and would you read it? Would you chew it up? And would you look more deeply into it? Check your references. Grab some kind of a um, of a study help and read into it. This book of Hebrews is so amazing. And when I finished it um, I, this year, I just knew that I had to say, come on, guys, I'm going to share this with you. Pick it up and get stirred for the goodness of God and the amazing fullness of the sacrifice of Jesus. Happy Easter Monday. Um, in southwestern Pennsylvania, the skies are blue and the sun is shining. It's going to be a great day.